0: Welcome to Grow Up. Insights on how businesses can use technology to grow better. Please welcome your hosts, Jason Parkinson and Mark Hammer. Welcome to Grow Up. It's a podcast about using technology to grow better. My name is Jason Parkinson. And I am Mark Hammer. We are both from a company called OneFire and, you know, just kind of a reset. We really want to help companies grow better at OneFire. And we, we decided that putting together a podcast that helps share some of this information would be a great way to do that. And I think today's topic is important because it's, it's kind of top of mind in terms of some of the, um, you know, announcements that Apple has made, um, you know, over the past several months about augmented reality. And um, we're going to talk about AR and VR Augmented reality and virtual reality And how it applies to marketing And how it can help your business specifically grow better But first, pardon the interruption Christy has a look at how technology has disrupted an entire industry Christy Thanks, Jason Photography used to be cumbersome. It feels difficult to believe given how simple and readily accessible cameras are today. Every type of smartphone can now easily capture and store hundreds of high-quality photos. Now, a company like Polaroid is more of a niche than a mainstream giant. Unless you're into vintage photography, there is little reason to buy a camera that uses film. Digital photography has made it easier for consumers to capture important moments, and it disrupted an industry in the process. I'm Christy Sparling with another great moment in technology history. Jason, thanks, Christy. Okay, Augmented and virtual reality. it's It's something that people are talking about a lot right now, and really, I think it can apply in a great way to
1: marketing. It absolutely can. I think of the ways that businesses market themselves today., uh, there's trade show attendance there's uh print materials yeah all your traditional forms of media yeah. radio tv, TV radio mm-hmm. billboards yep. uh, display ads online okay so social you know, media ads social media ads, all exactly. of exactly yeah. exactly yeah there there are many ways that businesses market themselves today and AR and vr can really be involved in all of them
0: well i think some of the ways that businesses are marketing themselves even in the digital space aren't maybe as effective today as they as they were before
1: no that's true uh there's a 2017 report by PageFair out that showed that ad blocking was up 30% between 2015 and 2016. Wow. So clearly, consumers are tired of having their experiences interrupted yeah
0: with banner ads and everything Absolutely. else: when yeah. you're
1: when you're trying to read you know uh, I don't know the latest sports scores or trying to find out who wore what on the red carpet, you don't want <laughs> that's somebody, what I'm always looking at, Mark <laughs> yeah. yeah you don't want somebody you know some ad coming and interrupting your experience. and so with those kind of stats in mind, what AR and VR is able to do is they provide an experience rather than
0: interrupt an experience. That's a good way to put that. I never thought about wording it that way. Yeah. You're basically it's content, right? You're providing you're providing an experience through the content and not just an interruptive message. But you can probably still achieve the same result, right? Get the same Absolutely. point across that you used to be able to do.
1: Absolutely. With these with these traditional advertising methods, even in the digital space waning, it's it's time
0: for something like AR and VR to come and, and take over. You know, I think one of the things that we talk through a lot with customers that come to us at at one fire is you know they have a tangible product and that product itself is something that has a lot of features and benefits that you can't really see by just looking at the product, right? right? It's inside of the case or it's the way that the hosing is built or it's, you know, there's some type of value benefit that becomes difficult to communicate when somebody's just looking at the product on a shelf or when somebody's walking up to the product at a trade show or when somebody's reading about it in a magazine or a brochure or a brochure or even a salesperson just talking about it. And so what AR and VR can can do and the way that we've used it for some of our customers and something you should maybe consider looking at for your own brand is how do you create an experience an augmented reality experience where you can actually see your product in a 3d space and be able to remove layers to be able to educate people of why, you know, it's worth the price that you're charging or be able to call out different features and functionality of that and show video content and other engaging things that kind of hook people to understanding about your product and not seeing it as an interruptive ad right. but something that's kind of a self-discovery method, you know, for them.
1: Think about how people want to buy things today. Like people want to do things really in general on their own terms. So building an experience like this allows somebody to at their own pace walk around your product.
0: Yeah. Pull up information they want. Yeah. IKEA is so good at this. They IKEA. Really are. Yeah. IKEA partnered with Apple um, even before ARKit came out, but when ARKit came out, no longer did you have to put the IKEA catalog down on the ground to have your your IKEA product show with the ikea app in augmented reality but now like you can just say hey i want to see this ikea chair right here in my apartment click the button boom there it is now that's an
1: experience being able to kind of redecorate your space in real time and see what that would look
0: like before you actually drive to the store Another example kind of like that, if you think about an industry that could use this home health care, right? Mm-hmm. My buddy Travis um, is in a wheelchair. He's got muscular dystrophy um, and he has a lot of equipment at his house. He's got a ventilator system. He's got a special bed. He's got several different things like that. Imagine a home health care um, salesperson being able to come into Travis's house with an iPad and actually show him in the full scale size of what it is that they're selling. Hey, here's how your specialized hospital bed is going to look right here in your house. Yeah, that's amazing. It's personalized. And again, instead of just
1: talking at a potential buyer, that is showing somebody that's allowing
0: them to experience what your product can do for them. Absolutely. And yeah, and I mean, we're talking about specifically marketing today, but really as a sales enablement thing from a, like a one to one you know, perspective oh, yeah. with a, a salesperson in the field and that potential customer, like you can do so much if you have a physical product. You know, to be able to to educate a consumer on that.
1: And there's just many times where having that physical product is an impossibility outside of augmented reality. Yeah. So if you're you know working with heavy machinery, for example and you are looking to attend a trade show it is an at
0: enormous cost oh, to yeah. take that machine sometimes impossible like the weight yeah. of, the weight of some of these big products you can't put them on the trade show floor no yeah, no, no no the expense would, and the transport all of that oh it it costs you thousands and thousands and
1: thousands of dollars and so instead you can get kind of the same experience mm-hmm. but Similar. you can have it you know right in your trade show booth yeah that's taking limited space and you know, turning it into something more than that.
0: Yeah, though, you're absolutely right. And then if you think about even beyond trade shows, I mean, there's obviously an application for AR and VR as kind of a sizzle factor to bring people into your booth. Um, and be able to capture leads that way at your trade show. But we're working with another company who's actually starting to use it in their print publications as well. So there's a company that does a lot of print advertising in the medical space, right? And so they do, um, you know, uh, a product that they sell is ideal for doctors and medical professionals. And so they reach these people through trade publications that go into these doctor's offices, right? It's a typical thing. I'm sure you've been in a doctor's office and seen random, you know, magazines and publications sitting around and yeah and so what this company is wanting to do is bring their product to life off of the page of the you know of the magazine and at the same time be able to measure the intent of the person on how likely they are to buy Wow. And so one of the things in last week's episode we talked a lot about artificial intelligence in terms of SEO, we didn't really touch on how it's being used in things like lead scoring and, you know, kind of predicting when somebody's going to buy. But when you kind of combine a user's actions with a print piece like that with a powerful CRM and some some AI that can start to say if this person takes these certain actions with my magazine ad, trigger a note to a salesperson to follow up because it's going to be important because they may you know be more likely to buy than someone else like that's that's game changing. It really is.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know that is thrown around as a cliche often, but it really it really
0: does change how marketing and sales will work. And when you look at just the ability to measure a return on investment from a print piece, it's challenging, right? It is. Like you either get personalized URLs if you're doing a direct mail piece or you try and, you know, try and figure out maybe a custom 800 number or something in your print ad so that you can kind of measure people that are responding to it. But being able to put a digital layer on top of some of these pieces using AR specifically, augmented reality, um, I think is awesome. Agreed. So what about virtual reality? We've talked a little bit about AR.
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh virtual reality for example could be used for, you know, a, a travel company or somebody that offered something cool that idea. runs a resort. Yeah. Why not give people, I mean, resort ticket prices are pretty high. Yeah. And it it costs
0: a lot of money to travel. So we're helping campuses and universities do that, too. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Educate their students on this is what life is like on campus, like stick your cell phone inside of a Google Cardboard viewer and and you get to experience it.
1: That's a lot easier than, yeah, taking a plane trip to a campus that's far away. Right. And so if you do take a virtual campus tour or you walk around, you know, a resort before you decide to book your trip, that really
0: helps that property, uh, you know, entice people to make that commitment. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good investment to make. And then the other thing that I think is interesting: a lot of companies out there are doing AR and VR, or they're hiring people internally to do AR and VR. The thing that's fascinating about some of the projects, specifically, we're working on at OneFire and our Uso platform, which is something we'll probably cover in another episode. But specifically, capturing lead information and then tying the analytics of what somebody is doing in that VR or AR space back to the actual contact record of that person and that's a great way to measure buying intent right somebody comes up to a trade show booth you capture their information scan their badge or plug their name in and then you hand them an ipad and they get to experience your products and learn more about them meanwhile all of that stuff that they're doing is being fed into your crm so that your sales team can follow up and what an easy and natural way to capture
1: leads That's true. So Instead of being accosted for, do you have a business card or would you please sign our form so we know that you stopped by the booth? Yeah. Like that's something that will make people more willing to give out their personal information because there's a reason for it. Yeah, you are. You know, you're about to give them an experience. They're signing up for the
0: experience. It really doesn't even come across as lead capture. And, you know, you talk about how an experience trumps you know, interruptive advertising and experience Trump's traditional lead capture. Absolutely. And I think some car manufacturers are really starting to, you know, starting to understand this.
1: You're right, Jason. There are several auto manufacturers who have already begun offering their clients a VR showroom experience. That's cool. So when you're choosing what kind of car you want, you can go into this virtual showroom and they can show you the kind of car you're interested in, in different colors, with different features, Maybe, you know, different modifications or special packages. That's so cool. So, yeah, that's a that's something that, you know, they may not have the car available on the lot. That's another logistics issue that VR kind of solves. Sure. Is having all of that equipment available to see in person right then and there. In a virtual showroom, you have every possible combination ready to display.
0: So it's fine to think about that in terms of a big enterprise like a car manufacturer or a big, you know, big uh, manufacturing company or things like that where they can invest thousands and thousands of dollars into these custom application solutions. But what about a small business? Like, you know, what about, you know, Jim's lawnmowers who's, you know, making these custom custom-made lawnmowers and selling them, you know, to his friends? Like ARVR probably doesn't apply to somebody that small, right?
1: Oh, I think that it does. I mean, if that person has even uh, a minor amount to invest, you can get, you know, a a 3D model built of that lawnmower, give your salesperson or people mm. a tablet to take out with them on sales calls to show
0: it off yeah. and then
1: show that lawnmower off.
0: Yeah, especially when you start talking about, I guess a, that's a good point. When you start talking about a platform or a piece of software that allows you to kind of build it yourself and get it out there and get, you know, be able to use it relatively quickly and not talking about you know, custom software development with a bunch right. of software engineers working in house at your company.
1: If you have to hire a dev team in, yeah. that's going to be prohibitive. <laughs> Very, H- however, yeah. if you can find the right kind of platform, yeah. this kind of technology is
0: accessible. Yeah. And that shameless plug here, right? I mean, one fire does this, um, and this Uso product that we built, we're actually launching Uso to the masses here in the next few months. So, um, we'll share some more information about that when it comes, but yeah, that's kind of the lens that we've been looking at AR and VR through is, you know, it can be incredibly cost prohibitive for, wow. you know, for companies to do unless you do it in such a way where you can make it, um, affordable and kind of entry level so that, you know a lot of people can take advantage of that before their com- before their competitors do.
1: Absolutely, and that's something that we want to be able to offer. We want to give companies that advantage without, you know, them needing to break the bank or
0: completely transform their own staff to accommodate that kind of technology. One of the things I think is interesting, and this is a stat, Mark, I'll give you credit because you actually you actually found this um, about Adobe Digital Insights. Their 2017 report says that Internet advertising costs are up 12 percent over three years. Like that's huge. That's bigger than inflation. Um, like it's it's growing um, astronomically. And what's fascinating is these interruptive ads like people are dodging them. They, they're not nearly as effective anymore. You can almost start taking a piece of your digital budget and maybe a piece of your traditional budget and start experimenting a little bit more with AR, VR and some other like new ways of of thinking about marketing your, your products and services. That's a great point, Jason. And I think that, you know, when you start looking at AR and VR as a whole and what Apple's doing, what Google's doing and. Um, in bringing this technology to everybody's cell phone, right? Like you no longer need this fancy, expensive piece of equipment. Now, literally every consumer that shows up at a trade show has the ability to do it with the device that's already in their pocket. And every person that's opening up a magazine, every person that's like the Ikea catalog, for example, every person that has a phone in their pocket can now do AR and VR and experience Ikea's products in 3D in their own house. They can. And so you have to think
1: about it this way. If AR and VR are suddenly accessible to everybody, you are included in everybody. Your competitors are included in everybody. Yeah. So if you're not doing
0: it, are you sure that they're not looking into it? Sure. That's a good point. And again, this all has to start with a strategy, right? AR and VR may not be the solution for your business. Um, Uh, it's possible, you know, I, I don't, I don't believe that it is for everybody. However, if you look at who your company or who your, you know, buyers are and who the ideal customers are that you're looking for, and then you build a strategy around how to reach them, you also have to look at, you know, maybe AR, VR isn't right for you today, but let's talk five years from now. Let's talk 10 years from now. Are you still planning on being in business five years from now or 10 years from now? And if the answer is yes, who are your customers five or 10 years from now? And are they doing this and are they expecting that from from brands? And the answer is yes. Answer is yes. So quick takeaway, 10 second takeaway, Mark. What can businesses do today when it comes to ARVR to help them grow better?
1: businesses should start looking into augmented reality and virtual reality as an option to better their marketing efforts. AR and VR is a way to let potential buyers experience your product, and it doesn't require
0: that you you know interrupt their day to do it hey thanks mark that's mark hammer i'm jason Thank parkinson jason. this is the grow up podcast it's a podcast about using technology to grow better if you've got questions or want to learn more information about ar vr or anything we've talked about today you can visit onefire.com slash grow up next week we're going to talk about chat bots thanks so much for joining us Thanks for listening to Grow Up. For more information about the topics discussed in today's show, visit onefire.com slash grow up. This has been a One Fire production.